There are only two types of people in the world, people that get anime and love it, and people like Chuck, who wouldn't know a waifu if she walked up to him and bit him on the b- Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Chuck. Our podcast is called Geek Life Crisis. On Tuesday, October 13th, Chuck and I are launching a 30-day Kickstarter campaign to support the upcoming season of Geek Life Crisis podcast, Steins Gate Edition. With your help, we can produce 24 episodes reviewing Steve's favorite anime. (laughs) It's the 2010 fan-favorite anime, Steins Gate. And yes, the only way I can get people to listen to my anime recommendations is if I turn it into a podcast. Our Kickstarter campaign includes donation rewards, t-shirts, coffee mugs, artwork by me, and fun ways for you to be included in our podcast. Go to kickstarter.com, search for Geek Life Crisis, and follow us right now. Or visit geeklifecrisis.ninja for details. If we do well with this Kickstarter campaign, we can probably convince our wives that we need to review Steinsgate Zero next. <laughs> Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read. To what we did and what we do. You know, stuff and junk. Hey, my name is Albert. And my name is Ruthie. This is Jami. And once again, we have Mike from the Geekdom Fancast joining us for our Filipino American History Month uh, episodes. Uh, welcome back, Mike. Thank you. Oh. I would like to rename this podcast Thrift Three Filipinos and a Taiwanese. That's the motion. <laughs> that's the motion I'm presenting right now. That's, that's my suggestion. Yeah. I think we should keep the name of that show. Yeah. So, Film History <laughs> Month is in October, and October is what the, what the newscasters love to call it's spooky season or oh, Halloween. Yeah. You know, so I figured yeah. we, we'll finally tackle uh, this topic, which I think I mentioned that we were going to do past Halloween, but I never did. Uh, Filipino monsters and ghost stories and scary people. In did Filipino. we do that last freaking year? scary, man. I think I mentioned the Filip- in the last year, I but not, 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 not like a whole list mm-hmm. or whatever. You know. So, like, like if you go to show notes, I have a couple of lists over there. But Wikipedia actually has a good, solid list here. Um, they have, like, creatures. Mumu. What was that? <laughs> then they have a mumu. mumu. Uh, they actually have them divided by three, th- like, like creatures of the soil, creatures of the water, and creatures of the air. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that, mm. I believe that is Avatar, the last airbender you're talking about right now. <laughs> I think you're getting confused. <laughs> Earth, water, fire. And, and according and according to this, according to Wikipedia, uh, a swang is just a bracket term for a shape shifting creature. Mm-hmm. I always saw a swang as just you know, like a specific monster. And a swang, yeah, yeah. I didn't know it it's was called. So, it's a shape shifter. Apparently, it can be any kind of shape shifting monster. I guess that'll explain why they have a, they have the swang look looking a little different in some some some. Um, some myths and some of them they don't. I, I mean, that could be it. Huh. They also said duende. Duende is a bracket term for oh, small duende. magical beings of the land. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought or duende elves. was like like a like an elm, like a gnome or like a little like yeah. little people, like little mm-hmm. people, like little people. Oh. Uh, this one I'm not so sure. Like, like a munchkins. And uh, oh no, I know what this is encanto. It just that's uh, like a forest spirit or something. 
Uh, Mike, have you been? Have you? Are you familiar with any of these terms? Yeah, I um, Aswang, of course, because that's like the big daddy of them all. Uh, one day, one of my cousins has a very vivid experience that, like, it just sounds totally real, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they freaked me out when I was a kid, like telling the story of like. Uh, apparently, my cousin like was showering, slipped in the bathtub, and mm-hmm. apparently hit a duende in the eye or something, or what? just like hit one. <gasps> they got cursed, and there's like this whole story of something that happened to our family of like these duendes cursing um, a particular home that my cousins lived in for a while. So yeah, duendes freak me out. And then there's like some pretty good YouTube videos. Um, I like watching those YouTube videos of, of cryptids, even even the ones that are like obviously fake, because even the ones that are obviously fake, you're like, oh, that's a cool like technical effect that I enjoy watching, you know. Um, and but there's one, there's a couple of duendes that are like really, they look real, and uh, yeah, those ones freak me out. Well, I can't say a claim to have seen a duende, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I I suppose I believe I, in them in some way, but you know, I heard they come in different colors. They oh, have you like classifications of duendes, which is like. There's a black one, which is a bad one, a white one, which is a good one, and you have the green ones and the yellow ones and the red ones. <laughs> of course, the black one's going to be bad, right? But it's, it just sounds like, you know, our parents were preparing us for a, a much more diverse world. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to say the black ones were actually, like, uh, improperly demonized. They're actually, like, really, you know, human beings like uh, all other Duendes. They were just, like notoriously uh, by colonizers just shown. Okay, I'll stop this. <laughs> no, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, keep going. <laughs> it's the colonizer's fault. <laughs> I was just trying to explain racism and it got too much. <laughs> okay. If any duendes are listening out there, it's the colonizer's fault. If you're a black duende, it's not you. It was them. Uh, but going back to this list here, uh, the creatures I've never heard of Encanto, though. En- it's like Enchanted? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah, they're right there. Highly attractive, enchanted, human-like environmental beings. Usually excluding huh. the set of flowers and having no filtrum. So if you see one in the wild, don't try and F it, okay? Just because they're really attractive doesn't mean you want F it, man. Easy. Take it easy, But man. that's just what it is. They're like, uh, you know, oh, those... those magic, sirens and stuff like that? Like sirens. Oh, with, uh, yeah. It looks like it. Because hi- it says highly attractive. But go ahead. Well, I think, I think sir- there's, there's actual sirens in Filipino myths, too. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's, it's written right there. Uh, Sirena. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was definitely brought over by the that Europeans, right? <laughs> like the water yeah, nymphs mer- or something. Mere folks. Yeah. White people definitely brought that over, right, guys? Or, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Or Gigante. I don't know. Or did they get it from us? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. And then there's the Gigante, which is like the giants. Well, I'm actually, guys, this is, yeah. you guys but like, like, are the giants the ogres? Or, I mean, the capres? Or are, are those different? I think, no, this is, well, according to Wikipedia, this is just a blanket term. So, capre could be a gigante. Okay. Do you guys feel like a lot of the stuff is still just in the Philippines? Or do you guys feel like, as immigrants, you guys have brought the stuff over? Do you guys still talk about, like, you know, is it still part of the culture here? Or is it just mostly in the Philippines? I would say it's mostly the Philippines, but, you know, there are some media media that's, like, bringing those kind of monsters to America. Oh, okay. But I I, I still don't feel that. Mm Mm-hmm. Like in the Philippines, if you told me that these things exist, you know, I believe it. Yeah. You know, yeah, because yeah. like well, there's still a lot of jungle. So like if you go to like your backyard or something, and there's like a big tree in the back that's been there for like decades, then you know, like there may be something lurking in the mm. tree, but you're just not 
you know, entirely yeah. trust so you trusting. Guys, it's not something you guys pass on, like as uh, Filipino Americans. You guys don't talk talk about this sort of stuff with your nieces and nephews and that sort. It's not getting passed yeah. out. You don't think. Okay. Yeah, but no, it's really. like in America, uh, it's kind of hard to scare kids into believing those things because like there's nothing that's mysterious here. Go ahead, Mike. You're saying I feel, I feel like um, kind of a rite of passage of any Filipino born or American born Filipino like me is going back home. And then I feel like when you do go back home, if you have the right cousins or whatever, they will instill that fear into you when you go back there. <laughs> the craziest thing. Like uh, when I went to visit Mindanao, there was like a small island that uh, I had family on. And there was like already a cryptid story about a giant alligator or, or crocodile, or whatever, in, in one of the lakes over there. And uh, mm. that's when I heard about the Duende story and stuff. So, I, like, all these mythical creatures are very archetypal, you know, like sirens are everywhere, um, shapeshifters are everywhere. But, like, it, it's some of the stories are like very specific to, to the Philippines. And I, I do feel like some of them have like also like were kind of infused with uh catholic kind of views right like uh, some of the demon stuff uh oh for sure that, yeah no, that, you know that's debatable I, th- I think that may have to do with like superstition and then it kind of like goes off from there because technically catholics don't really believe in in like this kinds of monsters they believe more like the devil and demons and whatnot Oh yeah, that's true. You know, so so whatever 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 colorful way they describe demons ended up becoming this Filipino myth monsters hmm. so I mean, none of you have seen any what you haven't had any crazy scary experiences with these creatures no my mom always tells you the story about how when i was really you young you guys had duendes right i, I don't want to say i do you do because I, I never really I, seen I heard that story too that you guys had duendes follow you from yes, the Philippines i hear this Indonesia, and then back i to hear the this i hear this but <laughs> oh, you better take those duendes back i'm uh, like okay i'm sorry i'm like I'm like Fox Mulder, okay? I want to believe, but, you know, it's like, sure? I mean, yeah, I've been told, but come on. I don't know. I, I mean, I've been told, too, that um, I've had very, that I put myself in very precarious situations of actually getting kidnapped into the other world, so to speak, oh. just probably, by either duendes or capras. They probably tried to explain how, how what a horrible child you were when you were young. <laughs> Seems to be the common consensus. <laughs> the consensus. Every time we get into a family reunion, I was always such a bad child. It's like, have you guys not gotten over it yet? <laughs> like, I mean, come on, people. I'm a grown person. I mean, we've gotten over it. It's just funny to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't seem like you guys are over it yet. You still hear your mom talking, complaining to my mom about how bad I was. I'm like, I was two years old. <laughs> You're such a brat. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, move on. Okay, so uh, the list here, the creatures of the soil. I mean, they do have like Muto. Muto is pretty much your, your typical ghost. Mm-hmm. You know. Or Mumu. <laughs> or Mumu. Hello, my Mumu. <laughs> uh, they mentioned Capre, which are three giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makukulam, which are witches. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you got uh, uh, Tikbalang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tikbalang. What is a Tikbalang again? Uh, it says here, lurks in the mountains and forests, tall, bony, humanoid creature with the head and hooves of a horse and disproportionately long limbs to the point that its knees reach above its head when it squats down. That's a, that's a visual on your head. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that sounds gross. But the one, the one, the, uh, out of the creatures, the soul. Sounds like Slender, man. <laughs> yeah. Slender horse. 
with a horse. <laughs> Slender horse. So uh, out of out of that all, sounds like a, a bestiality. Yeah, adult uh, uh, movie gone wrong. <laughs> out of all these creatures that saw here, the one that actually freaks me out, which it did when I was young, is is the Chanak. The Chanak ooh, is yeah, uh, a vampiric ooh. creature in the Philippine mythology that takes on the form of a toddler or baby. Although there are various types, it typically takes the form of a newborn baby and cries in the jungle to attract unworried travelers. And, and then, then it eats you. And then it eats you. It's like you. a Chucky in the form of a child. Yeah, this one, wow. this was the one that freaked me out when I was really young in the Philippines. And because somebody showed me yeah. a picture of what a Chanak looked like, and it looked freaky as hell. Mm-hmm. Like spiky mm-hmm. hair and like big fangs and evil yeah, looking it's eyes. Chucky, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, yeah, no, thank you. Like, children demons are the scariest ones. Mm-hmm. As they always are. There are there are other stuff here in the creatures of the water, uh Serena Dimension, Siokoi, Beberoka. Chokoi, yeah. Uh us see creatures of the air. You got uh Bakunawa, Garuda, uh What's Minokawa. That? I'm, I'm just wor- I'm just reading words here. Wakwak. What's a wakwak? <laughs> hey, isn't there like a really rich neighborhood place in Manila called Wakwak? Is it really? Because according to this, <laughs> this wakwak is a vampiric bird-like creature. Uh, it's said to snatch humans at night as prey, similar to the manananggal and the ekek mm. in ruler areas in the Philippines. There's not one bat that's as big as a human in the Philippines. That's scary oh, enough. Oh, yeah! Maybe that's what people saw and then they just assumed it was like the wakwak or the manananggal. Okay, possibly. So the manananggal is the one where... Which is the one... Where their lower body part is, is the manananggal. Is the one where the, the, where the yeah. yeah, the one where they, and they then separate. They have bat wings. They have bat wings. Yeah, that would freak me and out too. And then they 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 say that they they go on rooftops looking for pregnant women to mm-hmm. suck the babies out of their bellies. Jeez they have Christ. really long tongues. I remember this Filipino movie where they had the manananggal actually, and and they had literally like the torso, the lower body part in the movie. And then they, you can see like this fake looking intestines, but mm-hmm. nothing, nothing uh, medically possible. It's just this big giant tube. It's all I'm like, okay. But, but as a kid, I, as a kid, I didn't know any better. Right. And then they put salt in it. They put salt in the lower body oh, part. Yeah. So the, so the upper body part it. can't come down and, and join, and join to the rest of the body. And then they die. Right. So if there wasn't any salt, then the bodies could be joined together, back together. Mm-hmm. That's science, right? That's science. Oh, that yeah, I guess that's science. Right. And, you know, and you know, garlic apparently, garlic or onions apparently keep them away. Something like that. Does it feel like all these creatures you described in mytho- in Philippine mythology? Does it have these are all archetypes, right? You can find kind of different cultures and stuff like that. Sure. Do you feel like there's any one particular creature that's completely specific to the Philippines, the Philippine Islands, and stuff like that that you can't that really doesn't fit any kind of other mythology? I would Zom- like to the Zom- Manananggal is like pretty specific yeah. to the Philippines. Manananggal is pretty specific to the Philippines. Which is, which, what's, what's that's that the one where the body part separates and the. Oh, we have that in Chinese. Oh, really? What's oh, yeah? yeah okay. Oh, you don't no, know. I'm just teasing. Yeah. Don't play with our yeah. feelings, John. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> just like little sh- short little Chinese guys. <laughs> I feel like the details of the Aswang are pretty, like, there's, there's, they're flavored pretty Filipino. Yeah, uh, that's a other now. similar things, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a monster called uh, Alan. Alan or Alan? I, I, I say Alan. 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 He's a guy that went there, and he, he's a navy brat that they just like, terrorizing <laughs> women. 
Alan. Oh, guys. Oh, it's Alan again. Oh, it's no, no, Alan. It's the Alan. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's a full moon, guys. You know what that means. Alan's coming again. Oh, oh and Alan God. got paid. Not Alan. Over here and hit on Who hard. invited Alan to the party? <laughs> Did we sacrifice children's blood? Because if he didn't, Alan. There's gotta be Alan's a, fault. There's got to be a Filipino movie where, where there is an Alan. And then the Filipinos in front of you are like, Alan, Alan. No, 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 guys. My name is pronounced Alan. Nice, nice. Alan, Alan. Alan. <laughs> it's, it's 2020, guys. It's, it's called Alan. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you know, I, I, probably should, I probably should read the description of what, yeah. the, what the Alan is. Yeah. The Alan are, are small, disfigured, humanoid, avian-like beasts with long, backward feet and fingers that can be found hanging from trees in the jungles of the Philippines. As an outsider. Again, sounds like the Megabat. Yeah, <laughs> as an outsider, it seems like a lot of these creatures are, are very small. A lot of it's small, but it's, it's a high. Because Filipinos are smaller. Is that what it is? Yeah, there's a lot of babies, a lot of children, a lot of small, smaller things. What's going on here, man? Oh, look at this. The Alan is yeah. they are relatively harmless and are even said to adopt children lost in the forest. Oh, there you go. So they're like oh. a oh, Peter Pan. Oh, where did my kid go? Alan took him. Oh. Uh, okay, this this okay, this Alan. part is weird. Oh, oh wait, who's watching your kids? Oh, Alan, he's great with that. I love him. <laughs> Okay, according to this, they procreate by collecting menstrual blood after birth and Ew. aborted fetuses from which they create Alan children. Oh. I mean, uh, Alan children. <laughs> Wait, that's how actual babies are made, right? <laughs> yeah. That's science right there. <laughs> that's yeah. what I was told. Yeah. So We're the Alan's pro-lifers like now. like the bat version of a stork. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys watch the TV show Grimm? I, no, just a couple mm. episodes. Did you, did, did you watch any Filipino ones? Yeah, yeah, uh, the Aswang showed up on, on, on Grimm. What? Oh, yeah, no way. It did. And, and, and what's funny is that, um, what's his face? One of the characters is, is actually Filipino in it. And I didn't know until like the season where the Aswang showed up. And I'm like, that guy's supposed to be Filipino? I mean, he looked Filipino, <laughs> but I thought, was was Chi- he? I, I thought it was Chinese. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> well, we all, I'm we looking, all mix. I'm looking at the pic, uh, the video. Is that, is that monster going for the minstrel blood? Or the baby blood? I What's going on? think the yeah, something yeah. like that. That's kind of gross. Right. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, there's something about baby blood and like pregnant women blood. Like they just, they're all over it. And like yeah. Filipino myths, it's all like focused on that. They're also focused on like that fertility blood from women. Focus on women, right? Yeah. Focus yeah. on women. Like this article here is like why the white lady is the scariest ghost story in Filipino culture. And this white people are to be afraid. And, and this, this this one actually is like a universal thing. The 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 girl in white the or the white, girl yeah. the lady mm-hmm. in a wedding dress. Like the grudge. You know, like like off like you're driving by, you see a lady in white. You know, it, it's yeah. like a mm-hmm. kind of common story though. Not, before, yeah, before I see pictures of it on uh, it, is it is it the ring that also has that too in ja- that Japanese? Yeah, movie? the ring, the grudge. The grudge. Yeah. Right. Uh, even La Llorona is like a Oh yes, La Llorona. She She's also in white, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She's a late, she's a bride, a jilted bride, right? So mm-hmm. she's a lady in white as well. Corpse bride. Corpse bride. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. The scariest white lady to me is my ex. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> well, hope you hope she's listening. <laughs> yeah. So the solicitors, uh, check the show um, notes. There's a there's a there's links there for all this <laughs> Filipino mid cultures. Uh, Mike, do you want to say more about your ex? What was that? <laughs> I was, I was about to say, I thought you were, I, I thought you were saying there's going to be links to my ex-girlfriend's <laughs> And here's her Facebook page. Here's her Instagram account. a real white lady. 
Okay. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, my name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five X Five. And my name is Ruthie. You can find me on Instagram at Ruthie Grace Thirteen. That's R U T H Y G R A C E One Three. And Ruthie's Cats. That's R U T H Y S C A T S. You can find me on Twitter J I A M I A G L I O U. Mike, do tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at O N E M Y K E One Mike. Uh, also on Instagram. All right. Leave a comment on our Twitter, Instagram page, Facebook page, website, or leave a voicemail if you dare. Show your support. There are free options. Head over to whowhatswhere.com slash support to find out how. Support Black Lives Matter. Music has been provided by DY Access. All the links and information can be found on whowhatswhere.com as well as the show notes. Before we go, how about a recommendation? Jamming. Oh, I recommend actually a Twitter page, uh, a Twitter account. It's uh, Faces of COVID. Okay, good. It's not the real Donald Trump. You know? God damn it. It's actually, uh, it's actually a retort to what's going on with Donald Trump. I don't know if you okay. heard. I don't know if you guys seen the news. But my, my, my man got the COVID and stuff like that. Really? And yeah. I don't know how. No. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. But, but it's he's a so hoax, co- Jamming. It's a hoax. He's so, so cautious and stuff like that. Anyway. But, but the China plague isn't real. Yeah. But, but it's a reaction to what people are saying like, oh, now that he has it, you know, pray for him, have sympathy for him and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Hope he gets better. You don't want anybody else to have this. But, but the faces of COVID, uh, this uh, Twitter page, it gives like accounts of all, not all, but people that passed away, you know, uh, from COVID-19 and stuff like that. You know, just little, uh, little obituaries. And, you know, my whole thing is like, hey, listen, I'm not the Dalai Lama. I'm not, you know, full of hope and compassion. It's not endless. It's limited, and it's limited to these people. It's limited to these people that actually suffer because of the policies that he enacted and stuff like that for the last six months or so. So that's that's why I recommend Faces of COVID. Wait, so read the stories in that in that in that in that thread. Is he going to be able to cover all two hundred and fourteen thousand no, no, no. people? No, 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 no. It's just like it's actually more. Uh, it's it's highlights. It's highlights and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's nice because a, a lot of the a lot of the whole you know the arguments and stuff and I mean fairly have always been about the number and how big it is and then you you see stuff like that and then I believe in Michigan there was a whole exhibit where they just printed out every victim's face on and had yeah. their own they had their own poster and they lined it up on a on a on a path or like a road and it just went on for miles and when you put like human faces and stuff to it. Uh, I mean, the, the the number is huge and scary in itself, but it's also just sad that they have to be part of a number, you know, and mm-hmm. then they have to be a statistic in this whole thing when it's just like a lot of individual stories and lives. Yeah, I'll just I'll just read uh, a little thing from a, a recent post. Julie Davis, a third grade teacher from Stanley County, North Carolina, has died of COVID nineteen. Students absolutely, she was a teacher. Students absolutely loved being taught by Mrs. Davis. Her personality was infectious, and she brought joy to the lives of student, staff, and community, and stuff like that. So these again, these are the people that should be the focus. You know. That deserve our empathy and our compassion and stuff like that. Not dumbass over there, stuff like that. Well, uh, at least she mm. got she got treatment from Walter yeah. Reed, right? Yeah, she got helicopter right to Walter Reed. Twenty four hour uh, care too, man. All right, <sighs> faces of COVID at Twitter. I mean, uh, Twitter at faces of COVID. Yeah. This was episode three hundred and fifty five of the Stuff Injunction. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network. Bye.